0: Shalom, shalom, and welcome again to this week's episode of Truth Speak with Brother Yashar. I am Yashar Ben Israel, and I want to welcome you once again to this podcast, knowing that this is a podcast where we share truth and we share biblical knowledge in order for us to create a better version of ourselves. We understand that you shall know the truth, and the truth shall make you free. We understand that the righteousness of God is real righteousness and that his wisdom and his word is truth. We understand that wisdom is the principal thing, therefore get wisdom, and in all of our getting, get understanding. We understand that in order for us to truly gain the knowledge of scripture and to truly bring clarity to ourselves, and one another, we must uh, study line upon line and precept upon precept, here a little and there a little. The way we study the word in order for us to truly gain a full and clear understanding of what the Most High is trying to teach us on an everyday basis. I am here today to share with you the second portion of The Just Shall Live. More than that, I'm here to begin something that I wasn't really trying to begin this early, but I was kind of moved into the direction when speaking about faith, because most of us think that faith is about disregarding the precepts that the Most High gave us inside of His commandments, inside of His laws. When that is not exactly the case. And most of the time we get that confused because we misunderstand, misquote, or misinterpret, if you will, the scriptures. Um, Those scriptures that are, are most misinterpreted and most misunderstood are those that are written by the Apostle Paul. We have an obligation as Israel to understand that Paul did not condemn the law. Paul did not speak on the abolishment of the law. He did not speak on uh, the discontinued effect or necessity of the Most High's Law, Statutes, and Commandments. Where in fact, He bolstered them. He uh, affirmed them. He endorsed them. Because once once we get into this study, we have to look at all aspects of this thing. So we're getting into, we're getting kind of early into defending Paul. And in getting into defending Paul we are defending the law we are also defending the messiah because the messiah himself said that he had not he did not come to abolish the law he didn't come to destroy the law he didn't come to get rid of the law he came to fulfill it and so many things and so many times we we get into this christian mindset that Both Christ and Paul teamed up to show us how to no longer walk in the law. And I am here today to inform you that that just isn't the case. People of God, we are Israel. We are the people of God. Israel is God's people. It's not just a land, but it's a people. It's God's people. God's people have not yet been given back the land that we are entitled to by birthright. Now we are getting into the dispensation of, of our awakening. And as we awaken to the truth that we are Israel, We will then, after these next events happen that are going to unfold, when those events unfold and we get to the place uh, where the Most High is ready to receive us again, we will be able to rise up and live according to, to the way We have been instructed to live, we have been taught to live, and we now know that we are supposed to live in order for us to bring the rest of the world into the great understanding of the Most High. We must first walk in that understanding. Let us pray and then let's dig into part two of the just shall live by faith subtext. Paul endorsed faith through the law. Father, we thank you that we are here once again to inform the people, to share with the people who are looking for another voice in the wilderness. While they yet are in their own wilderness, they're looking for a voice to cry out to them and help them and guide them on their way as they move forth through their wilderness into their promised land. Father, I thank you that I have been mandated to be such a voice. And I ask that you continue to strengthen me as I move forward through my wilderness, crying out from that very wilderness as John the Baptist once did, in order to help the people understand that the kingdom of God is at hand. And that kingdom is about reconciliation, righteousness, joy, peace, and joy in the Holy Ghost. That kingdom is about us coming back to the prominence that we once held in order for us to be able to uh, achieve the goal of being a light to the Gentiles, being a light to the nations who do not know you, that they may know you. And they themselves may become engrafted into the people of Israel. Speak now your words through this voice, that all of the people may know who you are and what your what your mandate for our lives truly is. So I pray in the name of Yahweh Bahasham Yahweh Shai, I thank you. And I adore you. Amen. Now, here we are yet again in a place where we are going to stir controversy for those who hear this, who are not already walking in the truth, walking in the faith. When we get to that place where we can walk in the faith in truth. We will then know that walking away from the laws, the statutes, and the commandments of the Most High is not in our best interest. It's not uh, for our benefit. It's for our destruction. For For the book of Proverbs, has informed us of many things, many pieces of wisdom. One of those pieces of wisdom is very vital to who we are. It's so helpful For us to, what's the word I'm looking for? Move forward in our everyday in order for us to truly become the best version of who we are. If we And I want to give you the exact scripture in order for me to give you your reference point. Uh, the. All right. Looking through this thing and seeing so many nuggets of wisdom, things that we've I've heard before, and I'm I'm gonna find it. I thought I had it, but I didn't have it. I'm gonna find that so as not to waste all your time. I'm gonna find that actual uh, chapter and n- chapter number and verse number. I thought I had it, but at this moment I can't uh, seem to recall it. But the scripture says that he who turns his ear away from the law, even his prayer, is abomination. You can't even pray to the Most High if you turn your ear. If you don't don't want to hear His wisdom, He don't want to hear what you have to say. He doesn't want to hear your request. And that's a very, very, very key thing in this life. Because if we don't want to hear what the Most High has to say, then I mean I don't, I don't know what to tell you. I don't know what to tell you. Because if you don't want to hear what the most high has to say in his scripture in the scriptures then he don't want to have to he don't want to hear your request cuz he's not going to answer it. He don't want to hear your prayer of righteousness cuz you're not righteous cuz you don't even want to hear the law much less do it. And I'm about to get into that in just a moment. Are we ready? Let's get into it. We are talking about Paul not teaching against the law. Okay? Paul did not teach against the law. There was controversy about Paul teaching against the law there was controversy said that Paul taught grace but not law there was controversy saying that Paul was trying to move the so-called church against the, tr- the tradition of Israel, which is keeping the law. Now, first off, we have to understand that we when we say Paul was an apostle to the Gentiles, Paul was not an apostle to people of other nations in the sense of Europeans and Orientals and Hamites, okay, these are not the people he was talking to. These are not the people he uh addressed his, his epistles to. He addressed his epistles to Israelites living in those nations. When those nations are called Gentiles, he is addressing Israelites who are Hellenized, Israelites who have who have turned away from the most high he was addressing mostly the northern kingdom known as ephraim or is the the, the house of israel because we have to remember that at this point in time, the house of Israel and the house of Judah were divided against one another and they had they were seriously at odds with one another. And most of the people from the from the house of Judah had no dealing, didn't even wanna deal with the people from the house of Israel or the house of Ephraim. So as they dealt with the people who were turning their ways back to the ways of the most high in the house of Judah, Paul and certain of his group and and contingency were given the mandate to go forth to the northern kingdom and those who were out of the nation in order for them to be brought back into the fold. So when he speaks to to the Romans, he was not talking to actual Rome. He was talking to the Israelites who for generations had been indoctrinated into the ways and the, and the traditions and the customs of the romans when he was spoken speaking to the corinthians he was talking to israelites who had been indoctrinated in to the house of Cor, uh, uh, to the nation of corinth and he uh, those greek nations the the nation of galatia uh, if the ephesus and, and colossae uh, uh Thessalonica those people, those those uh Hebrews, those Israelites who had been indoctrinated into those cultures because centuries before, generations before, the people of Israel who did not want to belong to Israel anymore had moved away from the very way and nation and culture and custom of the, of the Hebrew Israelite. And Paul's mandate was to go to those people, those nations, and gather the Israelites who had been for so many generations lost inside of those cultures. And when he came to those people and wrote to those people and visited those people, he then began to preach that Christ has come in order for us to be reconciled back to the Father. And it's, it's, and he has given us a grace that if we don't do everything right, the first time we have the opportunity to get back on the horse and keep going and going and going and going and going because he was uh the one sent to us to be the final sacrificial lamb in order to take away the sins of israel sins of the world of israel because when the bible speaks of the world he, they're not always talking about the entire planet they're talking about the nation of Israel. Because Israel was known, was known uh, uh, in prophecy to be a world without end. And that's in the book of Isaiah chapter 49. And I want you to understand, people of the nation, that we are here. The things that have been going on the past decade or so, all of these black men being murdered, all of these brutal attacks on us. There are no other cultures in the world like that are being attacked the way that the so-called African American, the way the so-called Negro, the way the so-called black man is being attacked. And, and we have to understand that the only way we're going to come back to this thing uh, uh, and stop these attacks and stop this brutality is for us to come back to the ways that the Most High, Yahweh, you call him God. You call him Jesus Christ. I, the only way we're going to truly come back into the self, the, not the self, but the, the dignity and the righteousness that we have been uh, called to walk in is if we observe to do the commandments of our, of our Lord the way he has commanded us to do them. And it is at that point in time, That we will truly be able to to say that we are the righteous nation of Israel. The wise nation of Israel. And if you don't believe me, the book of Deuteronomy chapter 6. The book of Deuteronomy chapter 7. These are are two chapters in, in the scriptures that have pointed out that if we just obey the commandments. If we just walk in the ways of the most high. That we are truly going to be a great and powerful nation, and we never have to war against other nations because no nation would dare attack us because others will come to our aid and our defense. If you don't believe me, this is the it's the book the, the 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 whole book. Look at what happened with Elijah and Elisha. Think about it. When it was time for uh, uh, them to be slaughtered, they thought. The thought that the that the armies that were coming were about to take their lives. And Elijah looked at Elisha and said to him, and said to the most high, as a matter of fact, he prayed that Elisha's eyes would be open. Hmm. And when Elijah's eyes were opened, he saw the army of fire that was surrounding them on their behalf. And at that point, they knew that no harm would come to them. There was not a prophet in the Bible that was spoken of highly, who had a book named after him in in the Bible that was not a lawkeeper. The prophets were lawkeepers why they were destroyed because people didn't want to keep the laws anymore the messiah told us that you you killed the law and the, um, you killed the prophets i am not come to destroy think not that i am come to destroy the law and the prophets that's what he said think not that i am come to destroy the law and the prophets i'm not come to destroy but to fulfill we're getting into the history of this thing the glory of this thing I am not come to destroy, but to fulfill. For until heaven and earth pass away, one jot or one tittle of the law shall in no wise pass away. The Messiah said that the law would never go away. So how would you think that his apostles would teach against His very teachings, his very sayings. I'm just not one who believes it would happen, but let's, let's, let's go to, let's go to some scripture. Let's look at some scripture and, 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 and prove this thing. Scripture says to prove all things. So let's prove this thing. Check it out. The book of Acts chapter 24, the book of Acts chapter 24, starting at verse 10. Listen, then Paul, after that the governor had beckoned unto him to speak, answered, for as much as I know that thou hast been of many years a judge unto this nation, I do the more cheerfully answer for myself. Verse 11, because that thou mayest understand that there are yet but 12 days since I went up to Jerusalem for worship. Verse 12. And they neither found me in the temple disputing with any man, neither raising up the people, neither in the synagogue, nor in the city. Verse 13, neither can they prove the things whereof they now accuse me. And verse 14, but this I confess unto thee, that after the way which they call heresy, so worship I the God of my fathers, believing all things which are written in the law and in the prophets. Let me say that again. Let me say that again. Let me say that again. But this I confess unto thee, that after the way which they call heresy, so worship I the God of my fathers, believing, believing all, not some of, not a few of, but all the things which are written in the law and the prophets. Acts 24 and verse 14, Paul said after, after the way which they call heresy, So in other words, to worship the Most High uh, according to the law and the prophets was called heresy at this time because people were not living according to the Torah, but they were living according to the Talmud, which is a book of witchcraft, authored by uh, deviant Jews who had no intention of keeping the laws, statutes, and commandments. So they created their own laws, their own statutes, and their own commandments. And they created a sect called the Pharisees. They created a sect called the Sadducees. And These were people who believed uh, many things uh, according to Scripture, but not all Scripture. So they created their own laws, their own statutes, and their own commandments uh, to go against what the Most High had to say. But Paul, being a Pharisee himself, walked away from such things and said, I believe all the things which are written by the law, which are written in the law and the prophets. So if he spoke against the law, and he spoke against the prophets, or spoke against the teachings of the prophets, spoke against the prophecies of the prophets, spoke against the law, statutes, and commandments that were given to the people of Israel, knowing that we were the ones only to be given this law. Psalms 147, verses 19 to 20. We were the only ones given, Israel was, the, was given the law. Israel was given the law. And he believed all. He just said, I believe all things. I worship. I worship. I worship. The God of my fathers, believing all things written in the law and the prophets. Okay. So. So listen, I got, I'm about to read a lot. I'm about to read a lot. Chapter 25 of the book of Acts, starting in verse one. I'm about to read a lot, but I'm not going to read it slow. I'm going to read it fast and get right to the point. Listen. Now, when Festus was come into the province, after three days, he ascended from Caesarea to Jerusalem. Then the high priest and the chief of the Jews informed him against Paul. And besought him and desired favor against him that he would send for him to Jerusalem, laying wait in the way to kill him. So, as you can see, they, they're trying to get Paul to go to Jerusalem so that on the way to Jerusalem they can ambush him and kill him. But Festus answered this is verse 4 But Festus answered that Paul should be kept at Caesarea and that he himself would depart shortly thither. Let them, therefore, he said, which among you are able, go down with me and accuse this man, if there be any wickedness in him. Verse 6. And when he had tarried among them more than 10 days, he went down unto Caesarea. And the next day, sitting on the judgment seat, commanded Paul to be brought. And when he was come, the Jews which came down from Jerusalem stood round about and laid many and grievous complaints against Paul, which they could not prove. Hmm. While he answered for himself, neither against the law of the Jews, neither against the temple, nor yet against Caesar, have I offended anything at all. But Festus, willing to do the Jews a pleasure, answered Paul and said, Will thou go up to Jerusalem and there be judged of these things before me? Then said Paul in verse 10, I stand at Caesar's judgment seat where I ought to be judged. To the Jews have I done no wrong and thou very well knowest. Verse 11, key verse. For if I be be an offender or have committed anything worthy of death, I refuse not to die. But if there be none of these things whereof these accuse me, no man may deliver me unto them. I appeal unto Caesar. Verse 11, for if I be an offender or have committed anything worthy of death, I refuse not to die. Paul said it straight out straight up out of his own mouth. I haven't done anything wrong. I've been teaching the scriptures. I've been here. I've been observing the Sabbaths and the feast days. I've been doing all the things that we as Jews should be doing. I haven't offended anybody. I ain't argue, I'm, I ain't been arguing with nobody in the temples. I haven't sack, ransacked or robbed any of the temples. I haven't done anything to offend anybody. If a man has a problem with with the dietary laws, I don't go at him about nothing. If a man got a problem with the marriage laws, I don't go at him about nothing. If a man got a problem with this or that, trying to keep it, all I say is understand what the law has said and let's act accordingly. I'm just going to do me. and I'm not offending anybody in doing me which is simply keeping the laws, or simply worshiping the God of my fathers. Wow, let's see how they correlate. <clears throat> I am not offending anyone. I am simply worshiping the God of my fathers, believing all things written in the law and the prophets. Paul did not worship outside the law. He didn't have faith that contradicted the law. He just said it out of his mouth right then and there. The whole problem, the whole controversy, the whole reason behind why he was being judged in the first place was because he had been accused of not keeping the laws, similar to the Messiah who had been accused of not keeping the law or accused of not Honoring the faith of the fathers through the law. Hmm. So, we continue. I'm not going to be long. Not going to be long at all. The next thing. The next thing, the next thing that we wanna do is move it to this next portion. Wanna move it to this next portion. I wanna finish up because I don't I don't wanna be too long. I don't want to be too long at all. I may have to do this in in the third part. Well, actually, I probably do this and then move into the to the next thing, um, defending Paul, defending the law. I, I'll, I'll see if that if that's where the Most High is taking me. Because right now, this is what we're doing. Okay, this is what we're doing right now, and I don't have any problem doing it. So listen, I'm about to read scripture verses that literally give you definitive proof. You can have you can take these scripture verses and you can read pretext and you can read post-text in order to get the full context of what's sa- what's being said. But in order, but I'm gonna read a few and then I think I will. I'm gonna, I'm gonna move, yeah, I think that's 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 where where we're going. We're gonna move into the into the next phase of things and that is diving into controversy. We're about to dive into the controversy and dive into the contention between uh, the people who have come into the truth and those who are still living in the Christian consciousness. So, here we go. The following scriptures, a collection, showing that Paul never taught that we are free to disobey the law, the Torah. I'm asking you to be open-minded when you hear these things, because it's hard. I didn't say it was gonna be easy. I just said it was gonna be the truth. It's what Lawrence Fishburne told Keanu Reeves in The Matrix. When he finally explained what The Matrix is, it was hard for him for for uh, when Morpheus explained it. He, it was hard for Neo to grab hold to it because his whole life he had been living a lie. When you are and and, and I've seen this firsthand, not only with myself but others who are, who are around me, that when we came into the truth, it was like Neo. It was hard for us to 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 digest it first because our whole lives we had been living a lie. Well, now I'm going to give you the information to give you the truth. Now it's my turn to be Morpheus and your turn to be Neo. So I'm going to say to you, I didn't say it was going to be easy. I just said it was going to be the truth. Listen. I am ready to to delve into this thing. And I'm going to get started. I've shown you in two separate verses of scripture that Paul did not contradict the Torah, the law. Romans chapter three. Let me do this first. Romans chapter three. Romans chapter 3 Oh yeah, I got to I got to Okay. Listen. Starting at verse 23, I'm going to read verses 23 to 31 because I have to make sure that I'm I'm going to give you the whole context of certain things. There are certain scriptures that I've given that that uh, I'm just going to give that one scripture. And we can go, you know, we can go later on and 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 actually, no, I'm going to. I'm not gonna be much longer. I'm gonna give you probably two different two different sets of scripture away from the book of Acts that show you that Paul did not preach against the law. And then I'm gonna start digging in, uh digging, digging my, my my claws into this thing next week. I'm not gonna hold you long. But I needed to get finished with the just shall live by faith. But I stepped in it when I, when I opened my mouth and said, Paul did not preach against the guy, uh, against the law. So now I'm going to have to do this and I'm going to go into this thing hardcore and show you that our beloved Paul, the, the, the apostle to the Gentiles did not preach against the law. There's so much, there's so much, there's so much I can show. I'm going to show you with regard to that. And we're going to dig in starting now. Romans chapter three, verse 23. For all have sinned and come short of the glory of God, being justified freely by his grace through the redemption that is in Christ Jesus. I'm just, I'm not about to go into all of that right now. That's going to be another subject for later on. Whom God has set forth to be a propitiation through faith in his blood, to declare his righteousness for the remission of sins that are passed through the forbearance of God. To declare, I say, at this time his righteousness, that he might be just and the justifier of him which believeth in Jesus. OK, where is boasting then? It is excluded by what law of what works? Nay, but by the law of faith. Therefore, we conclude that a man is justified by faith without the deeds of the law. Is he the God of the Jews only? Is he not also of the Gentiles? Yes, of the Gentiles also. Seeing it is one God which shall justify the circumcision by faith and uncircumcision through through faith. Do we then make void the law through faith? God forbid. Yea, we establish the law. The very law of God is established through faith. Because the word Gentile here is ethnos. It's about a nationality. It's not about uh, the stranger. It's about Hellenized Jews. It's about Jews and uh, uh, Hebrews, Israelites, indoctrinated into the customs and and traditions of other nations, of strangers, of the strange nation. See, we have to remember that when in the Bible, when we speak of the other nations, the nations that are not Israel, we call them strangers. Because they're not Israelite, so they're stranger. They're a stranger to our customs, a stranger to our laws, a stranger to our commandments, so they're strangers. And we are when we are strangers to theirs. But when they come to Israel, they gotta, they gotta bow down. They gotta humble down. Only, only way they're gonna be called brother is to be humble, is to humble down and operate within the law of the land of Israel. That was Romans 3, verses 23 through 31. We do not fore, fore, forego the law in order to establish our faith. Because we establish our faith in the most high through his son. HaMashiach, the Messiah, the one called the one that the English that people in English call or uh, transliterate the word into Jesus. Our our obligation to the Most High is not. Done away with or abolished because the Messiah came. To this world to re- to reconcile us that was the whole point he came to reconcile us so that we would not so that we would no longer experience the punishment the curse of the law which is what happens throughout disobedience see the problem people are having is that they believe that the curse was the law and that's not accurate. the curse is not the law itself the curse is the disobedience thereof. And this is what I mean by that. Deuteronomy, chapter 28, verse 15. Actually, start out with verse 15. Verse 1, listen, and it shall come to pass, Deuteronomy 28 and 1, and it shall come to pass, if thou shalt hearken diligently unto the voice of the Lord your God, or the Lord thy God, to observe and to do all his commandments, which I command thee this day, that the Lord thy God will set thee on high above all nations of the earth, and these, verse 2, and, these, and all these blessings shall come on thee and overtake thee, if thou shalt hearken unto the voice of the Lord thy God. Now, verses 3 through 14 talk about all those blessings. But listen, because I don't want to talk about the blessings right now. I want you to understand what I'm talking about, that the curse is that that the law itself is not the curse. The law is not the curse. For the law is holy and the commandment holy and good. I'm about to show you that in the scripture in just a minute that those words came out of Paul's mouth. Listen, verse 15 of Deuteronomy, chapter 28. But it shall come to pass that come to pass if thou wilt not hearken unto the voice of the Lord, thy God to observe, to do all his commandments and his statutes, which I command thee this day, that all these curses shall come upon thee and overtake take thee. And verses 16 through 68 are nothing but curses. So basically, there are more curses that are gonna come upon you than blessings. But the blessings are so great, you don't need a whole lot of a, a whole lot of uh uh room to talk about the blessings. Cause see what we have to understand is that when we operate in the law, we, we're blessed, and everything we do is a blessing, everybody around us is blessed everybody that that extends from us is blessed everybody that comes to us and calls on the name of the most high is blessed when they come to us to do it if we would just hearken unto the voice of the most high and keep his commandments do all his commandments that he's commanded us to do now let's get back let's get back to it so i'm showing you that the scripture shows you that Adhering to the law causes a blessing. Disobeying the law causes the curse. It's not the law itself that's the curse. Disobedience of the law is the curse. All right. So listen, Romans chapter two, verse 12 says, For as many as have sinned without law will also perish without law. And as many as have sinned in the law will be judged by the law for. Now, this is the, this is the, the important verse. Verse 13, for not the hearers of the law are justified, not the hearers in the sight of the, the most high or in the sight of Yahweh, but the doers of the law will be justified. That's Romans who wrote Romans Paul. Who wrote the letter to the Romans? Paul. And in verse 13 of chapter 2 of the letter, he said, For not the hearers of the law are justified in the sight of the Most High, but the doers of the law will be justified. Did I just come out of that? Did I just come out of that? I just came out of that, right? Right. In, in, in Deuteronomy uh, uh, chapter 28, Verses one and two, and verse fifteen. If you do, you justify. It. If you do, you justify. It. Let's 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 dig into it. Leviticus chapter eighteen and verse five. You shall therefore keep my statutes. Leviticus 18 and 5. You shall therefore keep my statutes and my judgments, which if a man do, he shall live in them. I am Yahweh. Just wanted you to see that. Just wanted you to see that. If you, if you, if you keep the commandments, you, you 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 justify it. That's the faith that you justified in. The faith that you're going to that you can be trusted. You can be trusted to do what you've been commanded to do. That's the thing that that we have to remember. So Paul just spoke on it. Paul just spoke on it. Not the not the, the 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 hearers, but the doers of the law. And so what we're trying to say is living in the law living according to the law is how the most high recognizes who we are it's how the most high recognizes who we are we are known as his people because we keep his laws I'm going to prove that next week Because this is more than just a two-week thing. This is we are moving into a new, a new uh, realm, and we're gonna keep on moving, and we're gonna keep on showing in the New Testament that keeping the law is walking in faith. The Lord bless you and keep you. Scratch that. Yahweh bless you and keep you. Yahweh will make his face to shine upon you and be gracious unto you. Yaha will lift up his countenance before you and give you peace. I say peace unto you until the next time we meet. Shalom.